Why is summer like the letter N? This is your question for the day. I am going to give the answer later on in the show, but it's why is why is summer like the letter N? I don't know either. I don't look at these things. This is just how I decided to start the show today. And my guess is as good as yours, I'd say... Since the lines in the letter N go up and down and up, it's kind of like Wisconsin weather. <laughs> One day it's in the 90s, thunderstorms, tornadoes. Next day it's in the 70s. <laughs> this state has all kinds of weather things going on right now all over the place. 90s today and 70s tomorrow. It's supposed to be cooler today, but I don't know some reason got hit with more of this damn humid crafty stuff but anyways hello and welcome to episode 230 of under the call of ms this is going to be a regular thursday episode a little bit of comics a little bit of ms a little bit of who knows what i don't even know <laughs> i just grabbed a few things that i might talk about today put them in piles we're going to go through them, starting out with comics that I mentioned yesterday, that I got a big pile of comics built up from being without internet for a week. So I'm going to go through them, and I didn't revamp anything, recheck anything. I'm just going to open them and look at them along with telling you about them, refreshing my own memory, and hopefully... <laughs> remembering what I all read checked out but first one here is by Marvel Comics awesome new run that started up Deadpool Black White and Blood this is issue number one this is completely different than I expected I expected it to be a, just a short ongoing story but the way this looks it's uh and I'm hoping it's going to stay like this all run, but it's had three different complete little stories in here, which was awesome. Instead of having the whole ongoing run for it. It starts out with this first one. So I got Deadpool's looking for someone to give him a hand and he like calls Wolverine and Wolverine hangs up on him. And <laughs> just... Everybody just keeps hanging up on him. Spider-Man won't answer the phone. They're all mean to him. And so he gets through to one person, and that is Honey Badger, which is a character that I know nothing about again. <laughs> but she's a younger girl that apparently has some... Well, I wouldn't say apparently. She... She loves animals. She likes Deadpool, and she's like, why didn't you call me first? Because I'd definitely help you out. The reason he didn't call her is because he's kind of in a situation with a bunch of dead animals. <laughs> so it just happens that these are animals that were kind of Frankensteined up and... I don't know, dead body parts put together and creatures made and 
they're terrorizing a city and you gotta read it to find out about it. I, I, I gotta quit giving away so much of the storylines on these things. But it was really fun with this combination of Deadpool and Honey Badger and it's like of course he didn't want her to see a bunch of dead animals but it worked out good because she's all up for torturing any idiots that will torture animals so so that was a lot of fun that story then the next story kind of Kind of bases itself around Deadpool wanting to watch a B. Arthur movie. <laughs> and he just can't find it anywhere to watch on, uh, what do you call it? Like the Netflix platforms, all that different movie platforms. The one that he wants to see. So he goes wandering off to a video store. All kinds of little excitement ensues on that one too. It happens. It just happens to be a, a thing that turns into a very interesting uh, adventure to find a certain video collection and find a DVD that Deadpool is looking for. Um, that is an interesting story. And then the last story is like Deadpool kind of tank girl out in, in Canada, a province of Canada, some sector where a certain character named uh, Omega Red, I believe his name is. And Deadpool's friends with him, and he's this character contacted Deadpool and invited him out to this new country that he made. <laughs> and you guys see what he did inside Canada and how he built up this his own little country type up and we end up seeing another character show up, Ursa Major comes into this and a bunch of events happen and possible wartime events and stuff and it's just it was another hilarious story so I definitely suggest checking this out if you're a Deadpool fan and like I said all these all three stories basically completed themselves. Our nice little little layouts. And it worked out pretty good. So yeah, I definitely would would check out Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood. And Marvel Comics. Yeah, a cool variant cover that I picked up with Deadpool's little army tank setup. Cause it gives me that old tank girl type feel to it. Then we got MFKZ. This is number two. We get to find out what's up with the 
character with his cockroach friends and a flaming skull character buddy of his. And in this one, we see some characters that attacked him in the first one, still hunting him in this one. And along the way, they end up hiding out in this kind of a gangster-run town. Uh, you got different gangbangers controlling certain sectors, and they're hiding out there since they won't have a home to go back to because the people that were chasing them destroyed their home. And all his little cockroach buddies were left behind back there. But in this one, the bad guys hunt them, find them, or get some ideas of where they're at, and come into that territory and end up having all kinds of conflicts with other characters throughout this. And it's actually, it's not as fun as the first one. Uh, this is by Run and Happy Tank Comics, I believe, or Behemoth. Behemoth Comics. But yeah, it's not the first issue is better than this one, but it's not bad because it's here, and it's where they had to go to keep the story going. Not sure if this was going to be a four-issue run or not, so I'm going to go at least four issues on it. I don't know if I'll go beyond that, if it does go beyond that, but that was a lot of fun to see where they are going with it. Check that out. It interests you at all. And then I could not stand not having it. After reading issue two and reading the Ravencroft Dracula one shot. So I did pick up. Well, I finally found. I don't even know where I. Oh, yeah. The first shop where I mentioned that I was looking for this when I went back. A week or so ago, they had it set aside for me. So I got Ravencroft issue number one. So I could get caught up on what was going on with issue number two. It was a nice little update about everything. Get you caught up why things were happening and stuff. Because you get like Kingpin and running to prison with his little group of flunkies. Like Taskmaster. Taskmaster, Scorpion, Moonstone, and Hobgoblin. And then, of course, you got all the other Spider-Man characters and Marvel characters that have been basically busting out of this prison. And you find out a little more about what's going on with the the deformed creatures that were in Ravencroft and all that. It's a good update to it. So Ravencroft, issue one, Marvel Comics, Institute for the Criminally Insane. 
it seems like a good ongoing run, and I'm happy that I got that issue one so I can get now start hunting for issue three and beyond and all the other side stories and stuff that can't come with it. Then sticking with a lot of those characters and from that that institution of freaks, we got a lot more freaks in this story. It's Sinister War issue two by Marvel Comics. Had a lot of fun with that first one. This one keeps going. We get to see another group of Sinister characters that come together, I and mean, we pretty much got what four now that are happening. Uh, and it's a lot of fun characters that are going on through this. Uh, basically, this is synopsis here for part two is things have never been worse for Spider Man. After learning that his girlfriend MJ's big movie was directed by Mysterio. He had to watch Mysterio join Doc Ock's Sinister Six. In between revelations, Vulture's Savage Six was attacking them all. But those two sextets aren't even the worst of Spidey's problems. After getting overwhelmed, Spidey woke up in Kindred's mausoleum and was immediately attacked by the Wild Pack, the Sinister Syndicate, and the superior foes of Spider-Man. It's like, there are so many fun characters in this storyline. I just, I really want to see this in the movies. I like what Norman's doing, how he's controlling a lot of this, and... I'm really liking this Norman Osborne character with creepy trolleys, his dead character. But yeah, it's like, this is a great run. If you're not on it, I suggest getting on it. I hope they don't do something weird and have a ton of side things that are going to pop out of this. But I think this is just a short, like four issue run. Also, I don't see anywhere where it says offhand, but they are doing one thing that's really pissing me off with Marvel Comics, though, because back in the 90s, they stuck those damn AOL uh, internet discs, uh, CDs, in comics, and you get them, and if they stack the comics a certain way, the pressure would basically leave formations in your comics and folds and creases and deform your comic and that just always pissed me off it's like this is a collectible a, a collectible hobby and people want their stuff not all damaged so now they're coming out with these big ass fold out pages of all this crap and the things don't fit a full page so you gotta about an inch, half, half inch to inch gap at the end. And it's going to, if you press these against other pages, you're going to have that crease all the way through all your pages. And that just, that irritates me. It's like, these companies should have respect for comics 
in the comic form and understand who their customer base is. But yeah, they don't care. They just care about the advertising money. And and these a lot of these comics are getting ridiculous with tons of ads lately and adding on the stupid little short teaser stories for other comic runs. And so you end up with a comic that could have been a half the size. Instead, you got this big comic. You're happy thinking you're getting a bunch of extra pages. And here it's just a bunch of advertising like that. It's a wasted space for us in the future. But that shit. Just give us our damn comic. That's what we're paying for. It's like, I don't know. But yeah, check those out. All those were all good, great, fun comics that I suggest anybody into the comics check them out. And then we're going to yeah, I think I'm going to. Give you a couple Sunday comics. There wasn't much of shit for the past couple weeks again. Very disappointing. Let's see what I had marked. I know what I did mark wasn't great. But what are we going to say? Got Mother Goose and Graham. That Mother Goose is just sitting there with her garden hose. Just spraying water into the doghouse. <laughs> which she tipped over. And you see Grimm's little arm sticking out of the doghouse as the water's being poured in there. And she says to her dog, her other dog, that I couldn't get Grimm to come out of his house for a bath. So she tortured him by flipping the doghouse over and just filling it full of water, drowning the poor guy. (laughs) Uh, Pickles. Yeah, Ma sitting on the couch, Pa walking into the living room. Ma says, where you been? He says, down the street at a garage sale. Bought this shirt for 50 cents. She says, didn't you used to have a shirt just like that one? He says, yeah, it was the same shirt. I sold it at our our garage sale last year for a buck. (laughs) So I got my shirt back and I'm 50 cents ahead. So he came walking in though with that shirt on. I'm wondering, did he leave his other shirt at the rummage sale that he took off to try that one on, or did he just go out in public with no shirt? Uh, who knows the old man? You got Bizarro here. You got a couple walking the beach. Poor guys, just all sluggish, dragging dragging his feet, sweating up a storm, looking all rough. Yeah, a big old beard growing, started up going on him. And she's walking in front of him. He says, <laughs> he's complaining that it's been three weeks that they've been walking the beach. <laughs> he says, dude, it was right there in my dating profile. I like long walks on the beach. 
she must be Australian. She's going walkabout. So I think that was all I was able to scratch up for that week a couple of weeks ago. That was pretty bad. But something out of it. And then this week's was not much better. See, so we got for better or worse. Yeah, the kid talking to his ma. She's dropping her car keys in his hands. He says, don't worry about your car, ma. I am totally responsible. And he goes running off, big old smile on his face, cranking the tunes in the car, just having a blast, running around, goes to the burger joint. They're sitting on top of the hood of the car, little shitheads, <laughs> drinking their drinks, eating their food. And see him partying up in the car with the music cranked again, drinks in hand. Then they go to the beach, park the car on the on the beach. And it says, oh, there's a sign that says changing room is closed. So they're sitting there with the towels on the side of the car doing the car changing room thing. Then they're at a nighttime party, is partying it up, using their car as the music box so they got doors open the music cranked and then they're out on a romantic stroll around the mountainside along the ocean at night and they finally head home late at night and the ma's looking out the window with a thought balloon that says good Michael's finally brought my car back if only it could talk yeah only it could. We tortured our parents' vehicles back in the day. I remember flying off roads, going through fields, going out in the middle of the woods, big parties, and we'd always be, I'd always be hauling a car full. I think we went to a movie once. <laughs> and we had big football size guys and back in our our days the football teams were pretty big the kids and i'm thinking we had a couple cases of beer a couple gallons of booze i think we got Six or seven people in the car. Drove all the way down to the Sixplex, which is down on the south side of Milwaukee area. Down past Milwaukee, actually, I think. And, of course, we stuffed a couple in the trunk when we went through to get a discount. And then I drove home. Everybody was passed out drunk, and I was the only one awake, passing out on the way home and hitting the midline and shit like that. We should have never made it home. That's why I was just dozing off, beat, and no one else is staying up to help me stay awake to drive. They're all passed out. But yeah, it was, we used to torture cars back in the day. We had my little... Chevette, the passenger door wouldn't stay shut, and the parking brake 
I broke the clicker part of it out of it. So you could just sit there and crank the parking brake up in the air, lock it in, and then drop it back out of it instead of it clicking in and locking up. So I, we'd go flying around corners, crank on the parking brake, whip around the corner, <laughs> and the passenger door would go flying open. And had a, one gal went flying out the door in the middle of winter, wasn't doing it with the parking brake, it was just normal driving, just totally spaced it off, and she went flying out the door, thankfully bounced on her ass a few feet, because she had her kid in her arms when she went out the door. But we used to hang on to the door in the wintertime and just ski on our tennis shoes on the icy roads while the person's driving. Uh, we'd skate for, we'd do the Teen Wolf skateboarding thing on top of cars. We'd surf the hood, surf the roof. Uh, bands we had. It's just, yeah. We used to jump fire pits. We used to go mudding everywhere. Out the Boy Scout camp road and end up having to bring a tractor out to get whoever got their car or truck stuck in the mud. And get them yanked out of there before the cops came. Oh, Christ. We had all kinds of all kinds of interesting events with vehicles in the, over the years. Yeah. And granted, most of the vehicles were ours, but a lot of them were our parents also, our brothers and sisters. Okay, we got Marmaduke. Alien dog-looking character lands in Marmaduke's backyard. And he comes out of a spaceship, says, Greetings, I come from another planet. Marmaduke says, Woof, woof, woof. Just barking away. And the guy's like, say what? Marmaduke goes running off. And he runs off after Marmaduke. After Marmaduke was barking, he says, if you say so. And then you see him back in the spaceship. And he's talking to some other dog-looking characters. And there's a squirrel-looking character all dressed up off to the side. Two dog, the one dog character says, Then he showed me how to chase squirrels and raid trash cans. It was a lot of fun. And the squirrel character's like, Wait, what? <laughs> when they get back home, they're going to be chasing squirrels. All right, we got uh, all I see left this week was, well, we got a couple little lockhorns. One, Loretta and I believe Earl are talking. Earl says, I still think it was a great idea to offer a swag bag for people who leave by nine. That way you get them out of your house. <laughs> and then you got one where Loretta's talking to Earl. And she says, I know there are things that money can't buy, Leroy. I don't shop in those stores. <laughs> Damn shopaholic women, I tell you. All right. Last one is Bizarro. Got a tattooist. He's tattooing a face on the back of a bald guy's head. <laughs> and the, the guy that's getting the tattoo 
Adams says, mostly I just want to freak out my kids. Basically, got a, his face on the back of his head. So, I just don't know which side you're looking at. But, yeah. All right. That's it for Sunday comics and comic books this week or today. And we'll get back to you in a little bit here with well, the answer to the question. And which was, why is summer like the letter N? And then we'll get to some MS news and maybe some other stuff. Okay. Let's get back to this and get to some MS stuff. But first, I know you're dying to know the answer. Why is summer like the letter N? Well, first off, <laughs> it is the month of August. And if you didn't know, August is named to honor the first Roman emperor and grandnephew of Julius Caesar, Augustus Caesar, from 63 BC to AD 14. I think, can think of a better thing to represent than him. Uh, okay, the answer is because it makes ice nice. Well, that's stupid. Why is summer like the letter N? Because it makes ice nice. It's stupid. Sorry. <laughs> I just read them for the first time myself. Uh, so you got to suffer too. <laughs> uh, well, here's a good thing I'll give you. This is kind of interesting today on the news. I noticed that China has elephants that are basically relocating themselves. Uh, and they had a, I think it's a herd of, oh, how many did they have in there? Yeah. I lost, where was that? Oh, 14. 14 Asian elephants that basically, in the they're in the Yunnan province, and they have been on the move for months and to protect people because they'll destroy, they've already destroyed like millions in crops wandering through fields, towns and cities, just eating up crops and damaging buildings. But they're protected, so I mean, China's ready to go to war <laughs> with humans, but at least they protect the elephants out there. But they sat there and had to relocate more than 150,000 people. Well, evacuate, they had to be evacuated from the path that I heard of migrating elephants 
just so no one would get injured and stuff like that. But it's just, <laughs> I think they're kind of doing. I mean, they say that they're modern, modern monitoring the elephants through this whole thing. They got like two hundred fifty uh, or twenty five thousand police officers officers that are monitoring the elephants with vehicles and drones. But you would think with the drones flying overhead, they might feel like they're not in a safe area each time they try and find that area, and then they keep going further and further. So I don't know if I'd use the drones. I'd just sit there and watch them from afar. But they had some really cute pictures if you do look this up. It's like this one. He had the whole group just laying together on their sides, and they're all like puzzle pieced together in this field. Is a little baby stuck between two elephant butts. <laughs> just, uh, it's a cute picture, but eh, that's a good thing. It put a smile on your face. Actually, see something with U.S., China, and Russia where they aren't talking war. They're actually allowing a creature to prevail in life and getting around <laughs> but yeah and then for some multiple sclerosis stuff i wanted to give a shout out to a podcast that i read i listened to a couple episodes and then i was just letting them build up for the longest time and i wanted to sit there when i found it i wanted to sit there and do a deep dive on it one day and just listen to a bunch of episodes because they're only like 15 20 minute episodes so they're pretty quick and uh with the power with the electric internet out and then we also lost power for a day out here uh i had plenty of time to get caught up on so my old podcast and i listened to a bunch more i still got like 19 to go of it but I really enjoy this podcast because this is more of a, my type of opinion about our disease, not a podcast that's all positivity and all happy and let's all do this and we're going to be feeling great today and all that shit. This podcast that tells it like it is and I like that. And the character that runs it, his name is Rex and he's basically around my age, around 50, 51 years old, so we're about the same age. Uh, so a lot of his opinions are from my era <laughs> and stuff, which I like. Uh, but I just listened to a bunch more of his episodes, and it's called Multiple Sclerosis Sucks Podcast. And... I didn't listen deep enough till now to get into him talking about ACE, which is adverse childhood experiences, which is something I definitely want to look into more about what they talk about with that. But I like this for my, I mentioned I want to do, I'm working on trying to get something set up for a whole thing about relationship to 
neurological disorders and brain trauma and stuff like that. And a lot of times with childhood brain trauma, I believe can do a lot of permanent damage that's going to develop things that are going to affect you uh, badly in the future in your adulthood. And with this ACE thing, this adverse childhood experiences, it's basically something bad in your childhood happens and causes trauma issues that may cause autoimmune disease to begin. They have like a questionnaire that you can answer. And if you get like, I think four or five or more, then you're basically in this thing. But basically, in my opinion, uh, if you had any type of childhood trauma, I think it's a high possibility that it w will or would have set off some type of uh, neurological issues for you in the future. And things that they ask you are like uh, different types of abuse that you've gone through. Uh, if you've been hit, slapped, uh, if you were alone, were had to take care of yourself, uh, just basically separation and beatings and oh, and there's all kinds of trauma. Trauma does not have to be physical. It can be verbal. It can be you can get trauma in many different forms. So I am going to look into that and probably do an episode down the road on on ACE and get more into what they all talk about and how they base it on, basis everything on it. And then that's definitely going to be something that's going to be going into my uh, brain study thing that I'm working on, trying to get as much information to put together as possible and research from. But I, mean, I even believe simple fun trauma can cause uh, cause things. I mean, I believe when we sit there and teenagers at concerts headbanging, uh, we got pretty intense sometimes. I remember headbanging while a girl is sitting on my shoulders and sit there and get her down off my shoulders after a couple songs and <laughs> that I pretty much instantly, but the rest of that night, take off, take off your shirt and all the blood vessels and my shoulders and back were all just basically blowing out. I had solid bruises going across and everything. And it's just, <laughs> and then you think about it with like the Lahermes syndrome. It's when you bend your head, you get that, Electrical orgasm. Well, I do. That electrical orgasm feeling from your head to your toes. It's all different intensities, and sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's very electrical and annoying. Other times it's very mellow, but I have it almost 
I'd say 98% of the time I do it. And once in a great while, it'll be so light that I don't really feel anything. But the majority of times I do. But most people, it's a painful event that they deal with. And it's like Dr. Boaster recently mentioned on one of his uh, random talk sessions that he has one patient that has it or feels like a sexual feeling when he gets it too, so... Or, or she, he or she. But, yeah, it's, I think that could, things like that can also cause uh, different areas to be weaker and be points that are easier for evil cells, bad cells, uh, damaging cells. Like, our, like right now with my Maven Cloud, I'm... Destroying my TMB cells that are attacking my myelin. Hopefully, gonna grow new TMB cells that in the future that won't be attacking my body like the other ones were. But we will see. And as far as that's going too, uh, well, first off, let me finish this off quick. But it's like it also with that. Eight, thing that adverse childhood experiences stuff I believe along with in-home abuse and anger issues you also could be dealing with a lot of problems in your environment as far as friends friends even jokingly doing things it can be like abuse and we used to headbutt each other punch each other and do all kinds of things uh, places you hang out uh, different people, different age kids, razzing you differently and doing things, sports, the towns folks, the school groups, and there's just so many things where people are assholes or just having fun. And I believe a lot of those things can do damage in the long run, physically and mentally to us. But yeah, so I'm going to look more into that and I will get back to you. With some more on that in the future and more head trauma stuff. Uh, what was I talking? Oh, yeah, my Maven Clyde. With the Maven Clyde, today was day four. I sat there, got up, got around seven, got uh, as much of my medications done as I could early in the morning. Got that done with. It's all queasy feeling with this new stupid pill that makes me have to eat in the morning. I hate it. So I just had a piece of toast with some peanut butter on it and some of my CBD honey. But I've been queasy all day from that. That pill this morning. And then, yeah, I mean, it could be the Maven Cloud. I don't know. Because when I, I ran, oh, I did that shit. got my morning pill routine done over a couple hours and then finally got my body going enough to say screw it let's get this done ran off at nine o'clock to run and pick up the food i needed to for this party this weekend that i'm not going to don't i'm not going oh i just had to get this so ma has a dish to take to her family get together I am definitely not going to hang out with a bunch of people with this shit. And then 
I behaved myself. I just went to the store. I had to go to get shit from, and I stopped at the post office because I haven't been there all week. So I just went in both places. I wore my mask. Wasn't going to risk anything. And uh, got in and out, done with, over with. And came home so I could take my Maven clad because I take it around 11, 11.30. So I wanted to get that done. And I took it, and within 10 minutes, it was already messing with me. And each day, right away, within 10, 15 minutes, I just feel, <laughs> just thought I was going to puke there for a second. I just feel all queasy and nasty. And it's not fun, but it's not as bad as it could be, so it's, it's doable so far compared to what I thought I'd be dealing with, but my system's just starting to kill the shit off, so who knows, the next few months might be a fun little joyride. I am really got that <laughs> puking feeling going right now. <laughs> Downstairs, I don't really feel like grabbing a box and using it. But um, so if I cut off all of a sudden, you're sitting there listening to the dead air. You know why? Uh, but yeah, it's I got that over with, and now I'm sitting here trying to do this. And it's like my left foot today decided to go off the scales with the pain issues. The whole top of it feels like the bones crushed. And broken. I don't know why I decided to pick that that area today. Uh, probably because I decided to go out and do some stuff. But I'm hoping that the wind isn't going nuts when I get upstairs later. And I can hopefully burn some of the crap that fell off the trees and all the windstorms the past couple of days. Get rid of that stuff today and just sit outside sulking, feeling like shit, <laughs> and it's burning away, and <clears throat> it'd be nice to have a drink while I was having a bonfire, but I um, I quit drinking for a while, so won't be doing that, and I ain't gonna drink on this medication, no way in hell, not the way I've been feeling, so, but, and then of course, preseason football started. Might have a game tonight. We'll see. It's Thursday night. Might have some Thursday night football. Would be nice to catch a decent game, but we'll see. Don't know if I'll make you guys suffer for football season like I did for hockey season. But all depends how my teams are doing. And we'll find out then and decide what we're going to do. But. All right. Uh, I suppose we could talk. We got a little time. What else we got? We got some vertigo shit here. Some stuff with vertigo and MS. Basically, basically MS-related vertigo is a common problem. Uh, it's MS-related vertigo suggests that using the vestib vestibular evoked myogenic potentials 
VEMP test is one way to better view tiny lesions along the inner ear pathways. As MRI may not be sensitive enough to identify them. That's something I just learned again. And it's like I said, I just put this shit in my files and I look it over while I'm telling you. And I don't think I ever heard of the VEMP test. But I'd really like to know if I have tiny lesions in my inner ear pathways. I didn't even know we could have them there. It's like, what the hell? How many places we got to have freaking lesion damage? Like, but that makes sense. I, I could have a bunch of little lesions in there because I have a lot of vertigo issues. Today's been a fun one again. With the whole feeling like the world's moving on me. But it can be a symptom. Vertigo can be a symptom of something else like inner ear problems, medication side effects, cardiovascular disease. Infections such as the flu or benign paroxysmal positioning vertigo, BPPB. Uh, Other symptoms that can accompany vertigo include common MS symptoms such as ringing ears, vision problems, problems with standing or walking. Uh, It all makes it hard to know if you're vertigo is actually MS related or separate problem entirely. Uh, And what can you do about vertigo? First things first, be safe, find a position where you can be the most comfortable and where you can also access the help of another person when possible. Take note of it in a symptom journal. If it happens several times over more than 48 hours, it's a good time to seek advice from your MS specialist. If it happens randomly but does not persist or is infrequent, you might want to see your primary care doctor. If it rarely happens and it doesn't bother you, just sitting things out might be the best recourse. And my doctors know about it, but they haven't done anything about it, so. Seeing a doctor will help you to identify whether it is MS-related or due to other problems. Whatever the case, follow your doctor's advice. Ah, great. Now I got an MS hug that's going on. So, yeah, this day's getting better and better. And the water isn't helping it much. All right, where was I? For MS-related vertigo, treatments might include medications used to treat motion sickness or for nausea. For longer periods of MS-related vertigo, these medications can be applied in a patch form. For other forms of vertigo, you might need to review your current medications for side effects or treat other health problems you might have or confirm and treat. BPPV accordingly. Uh, yeah, vertigo is common. I know I got it. I deal with it a lot. Like I said in the past, I even get it when I'm on the edge of a video game or something. I, I feel it big time. 
they also have uh, under the skin CBD infusion thing. It's a vert. Valerita's H patch device that's supposed to be out there. Uh, it can be used to administer cannabis oil by an under the skin subcutaneous infusion, prolonging the time the medication remains in circulation in the body and maximizing its therapeutic effects. A preclinical study has found out both both those effects cannabis oil cbd is cannabis cannabis derived purified liquid formulation that is strong anti-seizure and anti or anxiolic anxiolytic like anxiolytic <laughs> or anxiety reducing properties like use of cbds right now being pumped in my fucking chest. Woo! Okay. Uh, did a bunch of tests and treatments and studies and trials. Uh, respond. Failed to respond to treatment with conventional anti-epileptic medicines. Oh, they had two rare forms of epilepsy that failed to respond to it. Otherwise, other studies suggested that CBD also may help reduce pain, muscle tightness, spasticity, and inflammation in people with multiple sclerosis. Uh, Cannabis oil should be included in current standard Standard of care therapies for these patients, the researchers say. But yeah, it's of course being done in states where they have medical cannabis and all that. We can't get it in our state. But I did find out we can go over the border and get a certain amount and get what we need. But problem of getting there and then figuring out what you want and making sure you get the right stuff but yeah i didn't i didn't know they had a infusion h patch for that so i'm gonna have to look into that find out more about it too along with that spray and stuff this is tvix spray but It's fun being disabled and trying to find the items and the things you prefer to use to survive without having all these damn drugs and DMDs and all these things with all these side effects that sometimes are worse than your actual issues. You got to worry about those on top of everything else. It's like that and the medical cost and then the accessories you need and the devices you need transportation getting to places and of course you can't sit there and be out with the normal workforce making 50 dollars a year and you gotta try and survive on little or nothing and make things work 
go and try to do something. You might be all right for a few weeks, and then all of a sudden something happens, and the company fires you, and you got to go to the next. And it's just trying to find something else. And all the stress that comes with that, all that bullshit. Instead, yeah. People giving millions and millions and billions of dollars to charities that we never see anything come out of it. And it's basically people in the charities, the founders, they're all walking around driving new cars and <laughs> have these nice houses and all this shit. And we're sitting here struggling to keep alive pay rent that's now more for a standard one or two bedroom house and rents more than what anybody on disability could even survive on and, or earn or make and we're supposed to be able to do that plus pay for our medications and other other side shit that we need yeah, we got these charities and these drug organizations and all these things collecting more and more money. We're not seeing where any of the shit's going. It's not being used the way it's supposed to or like we're told or led to believe. And where these people are just giving this money out thinking that the commercial days scene is telling the truth and it's all a bunch of bullshit. And, and they sit there and have these meetings with these drug companies where they're giving out free meals and all this other shit all that money's being written off in other different ways but yeah you got people like dr aaron booster that do a nice do all his youtube and everything for free and will take you in as a ams patient and help you out any way shape or form but all these companies that are collecting money aren't doing shit but they're still collecting that money but yeah it's my normal rant, sorry about it, but time to go. Running out of time. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shadow monster, and we'll get back to you again soon.